We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience, part one of the PGA season preview. We're going to be talking about a lot of players today because we are doing the 2020 PGA Tour season draft. It's going to be me and a group, a collection of people. You all know we're going to be drafting eight players for our team. Snake draft style, we're going to be picking names out of this hat. And we're going to be determining a draft order, but there are a few things I need to get off my chest first. There's going to be a few parts of this, probably two, so you can hit the time codes if there's a specific player that you want to hear about. Um, If you smash the like button for this episode and leave your DraftKings handle in the comment section and tell me who you would take first overall in this draft if you had the first pick, you'll be in a draw for 20 DK dollars. However, if you subscribe to the Pat Mayo Experience audio podcast, Download all the episodes, leave a five-star review, your DraftKings handle, and you say something nice about the show. Maybe even tell a friend about the show. You'll be in a draw for a hundred DK dollars. All right? So you might want to go do that. Who couldn't use a hundred DK dollars? Really mitigate some of your losses on the weekend and give you a nice bankroll to start off for the PGA season. Also, if you retweet the show, not quote tweet, if you fucking quote tweet it, you're immediately disqualified retweet and then reply to said tweet of the show when you see it pop up with the hashtag gup1 if you do gup1 you'll be in a draw for a free entry to the gups corner one and done once that is released and also i gotta tell everyone that you want to become a member of fantasynational.com right now the season is just starting i have done my rankings for this through fantasy national then i disregarded them because i'm just going to take guys i want to take uh, who probably suck and the stats don't back it up but either way if you go to fantasynational.com right now get yourself a deal you'll get everything every tool every stat every customizable way lineup generator it's all there for you fantasynational.com go check it out it is the single best golf info site on the internet so I'm going to be drafting, also drafting, in studio with me, Jeff Feinberg. I've never done a draft before. Not even fantasy football? Well, sorry, a fantasy golf snake draft year long. I've never, I've never done it before. I'm pretty excited. I have never done that either. So your name is in this beautiful fantasy national hat, by the way, um, where I will be drawing the names out of. The first pick has already been determined, and the first pick is going to go to my man from DK Live, Jeff Ulrich. So, Jeff, are you excited about the first pick? I am. I actually have a definitive number one, Pat. So, I mean, this is don't, don't going to work it, out well. You want to say, don't make it yet. I got to introduce the rest of the people first. Oh, right? no, I'm not making So, Jeff has the first overall pick in this draft. It's snaking format. And the rules are, we're all, play, we're all throwing 100 bucks in. Winner take all at the end of the season. And it's going to go from the Tournament of Champions to the second to last tournament. Whatever it's called now. I don't think it's called the BMW anymore. I think it's called something else. Either way, not the tour championship. 
tournament champion through that total PGA money. So WGC's count, majors count, and any event on the PGA Tour counts towards your team total for total earnings during the season. You need one Corn Ferry graduate from last season on your team, and you need one player over 42 years old or over on your team to fill out your squad of eight in this snake draft. The second pick of the draft is going to go to... Who do you think it's going to be, Jeff? Who do you think, you I think don't it's want to spoil you? who you else is You with think us. it's going to be you? Could be. From... Oh, it's me. Pat. <laughs> so I'm picking second in the draft. All right. Third pick of the draft goes to... This is a good place to be, I think. From DFSOnDemand.com. The Rick Run Good YouTube channel. It is. Rick Gaiman, you're picking third. Are you excited? Uh, I think so. I, I wanted to definitely avoid uh, the first pick or the second pick. I think the turn is where I really want to be, but I'm I'm very happy right here. This is great. You this think, is an optimal pick, I think, four. You think number th- uh, four is the best pick of the draft? I, I really like what I could do if this ends up being me. Well, the fourth pick of the draft is... Random computer-generated picks. (laughs) So I have the world rankings, 1 to 100, in front of me, plus all the Corn Ferry graduates. I've set a random number generator, 1 through 149, and it shall make picks. If we get to a point where it hasn't picked anyone over 42 or a Corn Ferry graduate, we will just go until it picks one of those people. And with if the last two picks. somehow wins, we'll just donate to charity yeah, or we'll all, free roll? Yeah, no, we'll, we'll <laughs> all throw in 100 bucks and donate yeah. it to charity. Good. So, with the fifth pick in the draft, this could be you, Jeff. Who knows? It's one of two. Fifth pick of the draft from awesomeo.com, a regular on the Pat Mayo experience. Ben Raza will be picking fifth. Is this where you wanted to pick? No, not really, but I, I can live with this. I don't really have a strategy, so we're just going to be winging it here. <laughs> yeah, uh, we, it's, we, we did determine that you have done the least amount of research of anyone for this. I can personally confirm that, but you know what? I'll be nimble. Uh, I'm going to be ready to roll nonetheless. All right. Jeff F. ends up with the number six pick. You get the turn in the snake draft, Jeff. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not thrilled about this. I'd be I'll like, trade you picks. You I'd can have the call, second no, pick. I would I'll like trade you, you right now. I'd be calling the computer for a trade. Check out this fantasy national swag, by pretty, the way. Pretty snazzy. You like this hat? There maybe I'll is. give this away. Maybe. I don't wear hats because I'm not bald. I mean, maybe I'll just send it to Ulrich. I don't know. That would be nice. Do you wear hats a lot? I do. <laughs> okay. All right. So you're up. You're on the clock. Pick number one, Jeff Ulrich. It's to you. Who are you picking first overall? All right. So, I mean, it's kind of interesting golf draft. I don't think there's like a definitive number one. So you could probably make an argument for a lot of people here. But I'm just going with the guy who feels going to have the biggest 2020. There's no injury issues to worry about. Closed, uh, closed hot. Roy McIlroy. I mean, uh, he's got the narrative coming in with, with Brooks Kepka, you know, dissing him, saying there's no rivalry now. Uh, I like the way Roy handled that. Just, you know, subtle, said he's right. I got to start winning some majors. And realistically, Roy hasn't won a major since 2014. He's too good not to have another massive year here. I could see Roy uh, pulling off a couple to start the year. I like the fact it's TPC Harding Park for the PGA. That sets up well for him. You know he's committed to the American schedule now, which you, which you, another factor that I really like with Rory. I think he's going to have a big year. I think he's going to win a major in uh, 2020. Like I said, I like the the rota for him. Um, give me Rory McIlroy, number one. I was really hoping that Rory was going to fall to me with this next pick. Damn it! Yeah. I had I had a one and two, so there's a bit of strategy to this because there are the different things. Like you need to have the player over 42. Uh, you need to have a corn fairy graduate and then you need to have players like you mentioned, Jeff, that you, they need to play a lot. Like Matt Wallace would be a really interesting pick, except he plays on the European tour and money won on the European tour doesn't count. So then you just be relying on majors and WGCs to get it from him because he plays so few actual PGA events. So maybe that brings you to like more of a grinder type guy for a situation like this. But I want someone who's in all the WGCs. I want someone who's in all the majors and is going to show up to just like rando events because that's what he does. So with the second overall pick, I am going to take Justin Thomas. I like it. You like it? That goes to Rick Gaiman then. I would have taken Justin Thomas first overall. Um, he's, he's, won the, he's won the money list two out of the last three years. He probably would have won it again last year if he didn't get hurt. I would have taken JT number one. 
Um, this is really tough because now I'm in a situation where I didn't want to be, where I've got to decide between the the big boys. Um, I will take the guy that is, I think, poised to uh, actually. You know what? I'm going to change my pick right now. I'm going to take. Ti- I'm going to take Tiger Woods. <laughs> okay. I'm going to take. Go. I'm going to take my old guy uh, right now, and. I think there is a huge drop off between him and the rest of the old guys. So I'm just going to lock him in right now. I think he did me a favor because that's who you were going to take. No, because I, there's a group of players I wanted to take. And I think now one of them falls to me, but that is smart with the old guy. Yeah. Like that, that kills two birds and he's going to crush the big events. That's all he's here for. Yeah. He's only going to play in the big money events. He'll play WGCs. He'll play majors and like Bay Hill Memorial. But does he have a, Go ahead. If I picked third, I was going to take Tiger, too. That, that was my strategy if I was picking third. Tiger oh, really? Third. Yeah. Wow. And we know who he bailed on, too. Like, how he yeah. was teeing up who he was going <laughs> to pick. Who would he bail on? Well, I don't, like, I get, I, it, he was definitely bailed on Rom because it seemed like, like the guy that's going to make that next big step. Oh, I wasn't okay. talking about Brooks. Oh, maybe it right. is. Maybe Brooks is going to win all four no, majors he, well, this year. Everyone would expect that, but I'm just saying you could tell by how Rick was introducing that pick that it was like that is not what I had in mind. That is not what I thought. It is not Rom who came to mind to me when Rick was talking about that. But the computer is going to pick number four right now, and the computer picks player 102. Oh, are you kidding me? Zing Zoo Zang. This is a this wow. is a, Fuck off. Well, this is a flawed system. Well, it's a computer random generated thing, Jeff. But it what? Are you scared you're not gonna beat Zing Zhu Zhang? No, I'm So it gets its corn fairy graduate out of the way early. It might pick all corn fairy graduates. It's there to throw chaos into the system. It's not paying for this pool. It's just like when you play in your wife's fantasy league and like they're drafting <laughs> the craziest people possible. So anyway, but I wanted to take saying that was gonna be my. Th- it's like when you're in a. This, this really throws off my strategy. Like I'm not gonna lie to you. This you're really in a backfired. Yahoo public auto draft, and some guy takes Brady fifth overall, or someone takes a kicker in the first round, kind of thing. That's what. But Zing Zhu Zhang's great. Do people got a problem with Zing Zhu Zhang? I know how badly you wanted him, and yeah. you're not. This isn't really a put on. Yeah. All right, Raza, you're up. All right. Well, this didn't work out. I, I was, if I would have had to take Brooks, I would have been very upset, but I will just do what Rick, I thought you were going to do. And I will take John Rahm, who I think is going to have a huge year. I mean, he's just very, very good. And I expect very big things from him. So I will take Rom at five. Do you worry at all that Rom plays more on the Euro tour than regular? Cause he just won the European tour championship. Maybe he just plays fewer PGA events. That'd be my one concern about him. But all these yeah, guys it, at the... Vi- oh, No, no, go ahead. I interrupted <laughs> the guy who made the pick, so you you go first. I mean, no, I, I think that's a real concern. Um, you know, we've seen him destroy, like, the Irish Open and stuff like that. But, you know, what? the big events, obviously, where the, the money's at, he will be where he needs to be uh, on the PGA Tour. So I don't worry about it too much. I would argue everybody picked here has arguably a, a somewhat limited schedule. Not Zhang. Apologies. He's probably going to play the most events of all these guys. You're probably on to something. <laughs> and even the guys that, that he passed on that I'm going to take in the ladder, they're not like every week players, but they're big event players. And I, I guess this will be quick. Dustin and Brooks. You're taking DJ and Brooks. You're going for that major money, huh? I'm just going. Yeah, I don't know. I, I But DJ is your first round pick. You're making that very clear. I guess I said it first <laughs> and I don't have to make that distinction. I'm. It's weird. Do you think that people will look at what we've done here? Be like, why did like these guys disrespect Brooks? Because I was worried I was going to be picking third and have to like disrespect him. Well, I, I think it comes down to like when I think about the strategy, the reason I went with Justin Thomas, as Rick pointed out, that he's won the money list two of the past three years. And he just plays more like he might show up to the Wyndham Championship. Brooks is not doing that. And just to, Dustin Johnson is not doing that. Yeah, Brooks won't even get me money till Florida. Yeah, like he's going to be like, both these guys are going to be in the Middle East. Like they're not playing the Farmers. They're, they just playing, not, yeah. they're just playing fewer events. So the Tiger pick makes sense with Rick because he's over, he's 42 and over. So he beats that criteria. So now you don't have to take, I don't know, Jim Furyk kind of thing. Like you don't need Jim Furyk to round out your team. 
How you can already see it now, though. Brooks is going to get to the podium at his first event, and the world at this moment in time is all in love with Rory and Rom. And he's going to go on the stage, and he's going to say, "Screw you, Ben Raza." The computer, Rick, <laughs> Pat, and Jeff Ulrich all passed on me. I hate them. I'm going to win yeah. every major this year. That's what you're saying. That's going to be the motivation. No, I'm just saying he's going to get... For your team. No, in general. You even passed on him in the first round. No, I'm saying in general. Like, he's going to... By the time he tees it up again in North America, you know, there's this love affair with Rory. We're all now putting Rom on the pedestal of, like, time is now. He could beat him. And Brooks is just going to come in offended. In standard Brooks form, his which time. always puts me off. His time is now. Oh, I would, I would have been tempted to take like Rom first overall. Okay, well, it's back to Ben, who has John Rom. Were you, were you going to go either DJ or Brooks with that pick, if available? Me? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm glad that Jeff took them because I, I probably would have had to take them, and I don't want either of those yeah. guys just because I'm, I'm not a big fan of either. That was the move. I'm going to take Patrick Cantlay, uh, another dude who, yeah, he's not going to be loading up events, but when he plays, he's always effective, very good player, we know. And and I think we'll see him, you know, he's going to be at the top line events, but he could sneak in a couple of where he's clearly the best player type events, and that that's huge in a format like this. So, so far, we are through, what is this, eight picks, and that includes the computer taking Zing Zhu Zhang, and the top seven players in the world rankings are all gone. So, we're at least sticking to script here, as it's supposed to go. You're taking the good players. I can't wait for someone to go off the board again. Maybe it will be the computer, because the p- computer's time to pick is right now. Oh, my God, 141. That is Cameron Davis. I can, <laughs> unfortunately, we will not be donating to charity. Yeah. I mean, you can donate to charity on your old time. Rick, were you worried or are you concerned that Cameron Davis is now off the board for your team? Yeah. Okay. So I was just thinking how super tilting it would have been if the random number generator took the guy that I wanted right now, like in a one out of 150 shot, I would have like flipped the desk. I was thinking about how tilted I was about to be. All right. So it is your pick um, and you're not tilted at the moment. Who are you going to take to pair up with Mr. Tiger Woods? Yeah. So obviously the concerns about Tiger are he's only going to play a handful of events. So he's going to have to make his hay there. I'm going to go with a guy that I think is going to play a lot. He is certainly up and coming. And as I was starting my sentence in the first round, he might go on and win a major this year. I'll take Xander Shoffley, who has competed in all of the big events. He's going to play all all the WGCs. He's got those guaranteed paychecks and he plays a lot. Does he play a lot though? He does play a lot. He feels like he disappears all the time. No, I don't mean from leader. When he plays, he's always, it seems around, but maybe that's just some random perception I have. (sighs) Oh, I, I don't know if I want to do this yet. It's my pick. so I, You were I, worried that he was going to go really off the board. I thought he was because I have a really off the board guy that I definitely want to take for my team, but I don't know how high I should draft him. Like I could probably get him with my last pick, but if someone else is thinking the same way that I am, that it's going to be that way. I know. <laughs> yeah, I think I know who you're I'm doing it right about. now. I'm taking Victor Hovland. That's going to be my yeah. corn fairy guy. Um, there it is. I think he's by far the best of the Corn Ferry guys. The problem is he's not qualified for any of the majors or any of the WGCs. But if the pick works out and he does qualify for those, that means he'll win a tournament along the way. Like he's the best of these guys. And I think that he's going to get there. And I think that he's probably going to end up on the Ryder Cup team by the end of the year too. So if that's the case, he's going to have a good year. And he's- it, it, this would be like taking Rom in Rom's first year. And Rob qualified for everything. Quick, anyway. He won quickly. Uh, and he's going to get into all those invitationals, like the the Jack, uh, the the ones, the uh, Arnold, sorry, Memorial. Like, he's going to be invited to all of those invitational-type tournaments, too. True. Like, like I, And I know that as opposed to Xander and Cantlay and Brooks and DJ, like, he's probably going to play the Bob Hope Classic, and he's going to play Does Valspar. Zurich scoring count? Yeah, Zurich scoring counts if you... Do they, I assume they get money for that. <laughs> then sure, they yeah. split it. Although I, I may have made a critical mistake here now that I'm thinking back. Anyway, Ulrich, you're up. I, I like the pick. I was going to take him here, Pat. I'm not going to lie. Okay, um, that's good news. I, I have the next two picks, right? Yeah, you're back to back. So it wasn't a reach no, at all because you have seen him. 
I was 100% going to take Hovland here. Um, I'm going to stick with a similar strategy, though. I'm going to take Paul Casey. Oh, shit. That was my next pick. Fuck you. Yeah, 42 years. Um, again, there's such a huge gap between Woods and, and Casey and the rest of the, the over 42s. I'm just going to get that right out of the way. I mean, he could easily – I think he's live at the majors, too. I mean, I really think TPC Harding Park's decent one. He's always live at the Open, and he's live at the Masters. So, you like that. He plays the WGCs. Uh, he's actually started to win events, too, which is nice. So, um, I could see him possibly even overtaking Tiger Woods if Tiger, well, if Tiger has like injury issues. But anyways, I like the pick. I think there's going to be a huge gap between Tiger Casey and the rest. This next one is oh, put me in a bad spot because I wanted to take Hovland. Um, shit. <laughs> <laughs> All these guys just feel like the same to me. I'm going to go Ricky Fowler. Fuck it. I'll go Ricky Fowler. I feel like Ricky is. Very live at the majors, a guy who just consistently top tens, um, gets a win every year. You know he's going to show up in the big events. I'll just take Fowler. I feel like we're going at such a pace here. We, we originally shortened it to eight players so we could get everything in. I think we can go back to ten players here. Like, this yeah, is, we are wildly outpacing the amount of picks that I thought we I made. also feel like maybe people would argue there's so much to say about these guys, but I feel like these are the guys, you know, everyone knows everything about all these guys that have been drafted, except Zizou Zhang and... and uh, Should we expand more on Zizou Zhang? We'll recap the teams here after the third round and see how everyone's looking. Uh, so my pick, I I was going to take Paul Casey because I agreed... I agree with Ulrich that I think after Tiger, Casey is the best. And I actually do think that there is one other 42 and above guy who's actually in their class. So I'm going to take him. I'm going to take Henrik Stenson. Wow. A good I, pick. I think, yeah, I, I I mean, Rick, you're up next, but I think that out of all the guys that I'm looking at that are 42 and above, like, I think that almost like where he's he's sort of on the tail end and he kind of had a bad year last year, but if I can get him back at Bay Hill where he plays well, if I can get him back at Valspar, if I can get him back at like the Shell Houston Open, although I guess that's in the swing season, so that doesn't fucking matter. Stupid me. Um I think he's he'll be live at some of these majors. Like an accuracy player is always live at the U.S. Open. He's good at British Opens. He sucks at the Masters, but you know Justin Thomas probably win it. or Victor Hovland if he gets the invite. Maybe he'll win the Masters. I don't know. Remember when they just randomly invited Sharma that year? Maybe they'll do that for Hovland this year. So Henrik Stenson is my pick, Rick, at number two of the third round. You're up. Yeah, I there there is a big drop off with those old guys. I've got to continue to. Um, just put a little consistency on my roster. So there's three guys left that are averaging a million bucks per start over the last four years. I'm going to take one of them. Uh, he will be a favorite maybe once or twice this year. He's got some course specialties and it's Webb Simpson. Ooh. Bermuda Webb. Yeah. And you're going to see him at heritage. You'll see him at Wyndham. You'll see him at all these places. Well, he's super and consistent. Be- he's just going to pile it up. Yeah. He plays everywhere. Yeah. California, Phoenix. Rick, do you worry about any regression from Webb at all, or is he just hitting his peak now? I don't know. I mean, he's he has been on a really good run that I don't think a lot of people realize how good he's been. I mean, towards the end of last year, he was piling up top tens. We've seen him compete in the biggest events and win some of the biggest events. Like, I don't think so. I think he's very much found his game, and uh, I don't think there's anything that slows him down. All right. So and the, the, fa- oh, the fact ahead. that he's become such a – solid consistent putter i mean power strength like it was never part of his game so as he just gets older i don't see any reason why what his strengths are would deteriorate as long as you believe the work he's put on in the green is still still there so many good tracks for webb simpson too like colonial hilton head phoenix can easily rack up like three wins it's a good pick yeah, I mean, eventually you could just take Phil, but Phil's not playing Phoenix. Phil's not playing Pebble this year. He's going to the Middle East. Yeah. People are triggered. <laughs> I'm, that bothered me, yeah. A little bit. Listen, I know it would be unsafe for you to go there, but someone paid you $8 million bucks, you'd probably go and risk it, wouldn't you? I might find a way. I just, the Phoenix thing is really off-putting, but whatever. He's played it 30 consecutive years. 30 consecutive. I think he's done his time. In Listen, the event doesn't need him anymore. He's an old man and it's a party. What do you want him to do? Yeah, no, <laughs> the event doesn't need him anymore. The event has surpassed like needing a name. It sort of lives on its own. And yeah, sure. He can go to a no cut event and get some points and money that he's desperately probably needs. Well, no, it wouldn't be any points. It'd be points in the order of merit. 
But either way... He gets to grow the game in the kingdom. <laughs> uh, the computer has actually selected... It, it, it. See, the computer is sort of like the guy in your fantasy league that takes the sleeper guy eight rounds too early. But number 73 has popped up on the computer generator. <laughs> ben, do you know who that is? Number 73? No, I can't say I do. Do, do you have the official Golf World rankings pulled up in front of you? I do, but I didn't scroll that... Hey, Brendan Todd. Brendan Todd to the <laughs> oh, computer. <no>. Wow. <laughs> That's so, brilliant. So Todd has won twice in the swing season. Uh, so far, uh, were, were you going to, was anyone going to take Todd just around the horn? I was not. No interest. No. Ulrich? No. I had him semi-interesting as like a last pick. Yeah. All right. So Ben, were, this Brendan Todd was not going to be your next pick. Can't say that he was. Um, any, I will say, though. Any faith he keeps this going? No, but I would have said there's no chance that this ever got going. So what do I know? Um, I'm altering my strategy on the fly here because I thought, oh, like I'll grab Paul Casey in a couple of rounds. No one's going to think to do that. Now we're already out of guys. So I'm going to have to start going. I'm going more boom bust here. And that's going to start with Bryson. Uh, who is struggling, but you know what? When he gets going, yep. it's a guy we've seen. He can win multiple events in a row. He can win majors, of course. I think that's certainly live, WGCs. So I'm going to start going boom bust because my old guy and my my Corn Ferry graduate are not going to be who I clearly wanted. I I mean, I know I took Hovland, but I think I could have waited on a Corn Ferry guy because there's, there's like two or three that I do really like that have qualified for some of this stuff. However... There's a good pick with Bryson here because he's going to be, again, in all the majors and all the WGCs. And he may have developed a taste for human flesh if there's no protein around because he just wants okay. to get as jacked as possible. So he might eat the rest of the competition and he would automatically win at that point. See, the, I'm if, trying to give myself multiple outs and that's yeah. one of them. I mean, that's just that's in the range of outcomes for Bryson's season. The amount of shit that he's taking is ridiculous. Well, it's so funny, the but guy, he's not wrong. Gymnasts have like the like beautiful bodies. Yeah. They have, you know, they're not big and bulky like uh, guys that just lift, but it's just, well, they, they, I'm here for the jokes. Well, the I'm pe- here the, for the them. The people that have the biggest problem with Bryson working out and getting big are just the biggest slobs on earth. Like, it's the same people who criticize Brooks for losing weight and well, then gaining crazy. weight and then criticize Rory when he was doing his strength training program. And all of a sudden you have a guy who's five foot eight and drive the ball fucking farther than everyone else in the world. Like, I think that adding the weight and once you figure it out is probably quite advantageous especially if you do become a gymnast like Bryson wants to. And then you have that sort of flexibility. I think that can only help. Buddy, I can't wait for him to like drop a 40 footer and then do some like triple axle like (laughs) spin or something on the greens. Uh, Bryson was most definitely in my range for my next pick, but obviously he's not going to get back to me. So you're on the clock for two. Pick one first, though. Uh, I guess Bryson was definitely on the short list, uh, being at the ladder, hoping he would come to me. But Hideki Matsuyama, he's made six of six. Uh, tour uh, straight tour championships he'll be around there are moments of frustration but we saw a lot of great form returning as last season progressed for the most part and I gotta say my team now is just strictly talent based all the rules of the pool I sort of thrown out and I'll deal with them at the end of the draft okay I'm because I'm like just high-end talent now is this guy over 43 no he's nice 38 who Snedeker. Oh. I was looking at Snedeker. You could have told me he's 21. You could tell me he's 58. He's the guy that just, I mean, it looks like you would have to turn down the contrast on your TV if he appears on it, just to make him look like he's normal colored flesh at this point. Very, guy looks like Casper the Ghost. I mean, he must wear like SPF 980. Let's take a quick break because I need to tell you about getting in on some deals. You people out there might be upgrading to a new TV or gaming system or whatever, but... Have you thought about upgrading your furniture with a new burrow couch or potentially a new burrow rug? I have. And maybe you should too. You can pick your fabric color, leg finish, armrest style, and length. You can have a chaise lounge or an ottoman to both. That sounds pretty fancy. It has durable fabric that's naturally scratch and stain resistant. I know for me, just even before I had a kid, I need something that is definitely stain resistant. With a kid, I more than need it at this point. And it has built-in USB chargers, which is fantastic because I'm constantly running out of juice on my phone. And I don't want to have to bring over my portable charger to sit there on the couch. If I could just plug it into the couch, it'd be perfect. And you can do that 
with Burrow. You can also set it yourself up in minutes. You can remove seats as needed. And Burrow's genius sleep kit transforms your comfy sofa into an even comfier bed. And Burrow just launched a collection of functional and affordable rugs. You know how hard it is to find a good rug? Burrow has good rugs. Plus, free one-week shipping. Get $75 off a new sofa and free one-week shipping at burrow.com slash PME. That's B-U-R-R-O-W dot com slash PME for $75 off a new Burrow sofa. Go check it out. Back to the show. So that's your pick. So to recap the team so far, Ulrich, your team is Rory, Casey, and Fowler. I like that team a lot. You, You feeling good about that? Not bad. I mean, I'm a little hesitant on Fowler, but I mean, if he comes through with like one big win and a WGC or something, it'll, it'll be good. He's, he's consistent. He's in all the big events. Uh, I, I think Ricky is due for a big win. So hopefully it's this year. Yeah, hasn't Ricky been due for a big win for like a decade? The problem with the, yeah. the Fowler. And I bet on him for basically a decade at the big events too, Pat. So thanks for bringing that up. Oh, so is Jeff. Oh, I'll have no, when he wins, I'll take no money. And it'll sort of be like, <laughs> You could throw back at me that I'm not even allowed to celebrate it the same way like Tim Anderson wouldn't be allowed to celebrate when the Patriots finally lose the division when you've been saying for like a decade they'll lose the division. Yeah. It doesn't even count anymore. Doesn't, Pretty much in the same boat. Yeah. Doesn't count anymore. I'm ne- I'll be negative EV. Like cuz he'll still be 22 to 1 to win like a premium event. He's Actually, not- I shouldn't I shouldn't say that. I I bet on Ricky Fowler at the players. At like sixty six to one, when no one wanted him that week, so I, I'm actually probably even on Fowler. Let's put it. I've that had way. the Phoenix win. Oh, what that was a crazy one. Looking back, that was a good yeah. one. So the the computer generated team is Zing Zhu Zhang, Cameron Davis, and Brendan Todd. I think this might be the weakest team, Jeff. <laughs> probably. Although I really didn't want Zhang. And then maybe it forced me into Hovland real early. So my team is Justin Thomas, Hovland, and Stenson. I have hit my requirement for old dude. I've hit my requirement for Corn Ferry graduate. And I have Justin Thomas, who I would have taken number one overall. So I feel okay with my team. It's not looking the best right now. I'm going to have to round this out in form. Rick, you have Tiger, Xander, and Webb. It's a very solid team. I love it. I, th- I think I have an edge on the field in the old guy category. I think I've got major winning upside and I've got solid web on there. I'm, I'm, I'm cool with this three rounds in. I, I think you need Tiger to win a WGC or major there. And then you lo- like, or else you'll lose that advantage because Casey's going to play more and Stenson's yep. going to play more. Yeah, he's 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 gonna have to uh, he's gonna have to win something, right? He's gonna have to bank me a, a couple million bucks in, in one star because we're only going to see him like 18 times or whatever. Yeah, and I should have really considered that. I mean, I'm going to keep that strategy tip to myself. I'll talk about it later because I can still utilize it, so I don't want to give it away just yet. But Raza, you have Ram, Cantley, and Bryson. I just you have my favorite team so far. That's good. Yeah, I feel okay with it. I mean, I'm gonna have to like weasel out some some voodoo magic uh, when I'm picking these old dudes because I. That was the most surprising thing of this whole thing. Looking at the ages of guys. Oh, this guy, he's definitely 45. He's like 26. So (laughs) I'm real confused on who I'm going to take for my old guy. Yeah. uh, When I was searching players and I found out that JB Holmes is two years older than me, I was like, oh, good God. Either I'm old or he's haggard. Brandon Grace is that guy for me. You know how old he is? I I was going to assume he was like 37, 38. That's what I thought. He just turned 30. Yeah. You serious? Yeah, we had fun playing this game yeah. earlier. Yeah. Uh, like Lowry's 32. Yes. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna make it a quiz, but no. you, just, you stepped on it. Thanks. Well you got others. There's like six more in the yeah, bag. That, that's it. That, that, that's the one. <laughs> just because he looks like he's 50. Like I said, he's a haggard 32. Poor Shade Lowry. At least he's an open champion. Jeff, your team is DJ Brooks and Hideki, a very solid team, and it is your pick to add to that team. Yeah, so I'm like sort of torn here. Um, I don't know if I should share the guys that I'm on the fence with. Well, it's probably not going to make it back to you, so it doesn't matter. Um, and I'm not saying anything. I don't know. So this pick for me is now between Woodland and Finau. So you're going to try to capitalize on I – mean, you don't get their stats from last year. I don't get their stats from last year. And maybe – I love Gary, but I got to just bank on something good happening for Finau this year. He tees it up. He makes all these teams. He doesn't win anything. So he's just going to be a constant ATM for my roster. It'd probably be better if he like dropped out really low in the world rankings to begin the year. And then he could play in like the Puerto Rico Open and win that. It's what he, for Steve Marino. 
<laughs> so DJ Brooks, Hideki, and Finau. So you couldn't get little Ricky, so you had to get big Ricky? I guess that's what happened. But um, I don't all these players, they all do kind of feel the same. You wouldn't be surprised if any of these last guys win the major, uh, except for the Todd pick, maybe. Uh, yeah, they all sort of feel the same. So it's also guys I like. <laughs> yeah, you want to draft a team of guys you like. Raza, you're on the clock. Who are you adding to the squad? All right. Uh, another audible for me. So now I think I have a window here. I know he's not Hovland, but to me, there's a, a secondary gap yes. after Scotty Scheffler, and I, I will take him. Yeah. Oh, that, that's a good one. That's uh, if I didn't get Hovland, I was going to see how long I could wait to take him. I think there's one other guy you could potentially take, but the computer might take him because they love corn fairy guys. <laughs> I, what, what do you expect, Ben, from Scheffler this year? So honestly, you know, it, it was someone, everyone, oh, he's going to break through in the swing season and he was fine. He was steady. Uh, the thing about him is he's going to make a bunch of cuts. You know, he can compete in any of these fields and yeah, sure. He can, he's live to win, but he's just someone, you know, I think he kind of hits both edges. He'll be playing in weak fields and then he'll be playing in some stronger fields. So I, uh, I feel pretty good about it. Yeah. I, I think that when you get him into these weaker fields, whether it be Valero and those ones, like that's where he can really pick up. Like, I think he's going to win this year. I uh, and like, it was That'd like, ne- he reminds me a lot like of Neiman from last year. I, okay. I, I peppered Scheffler bets through the swing season. Obviously my pockets I? were empty. I mean, the move was bet him top 20. Cause I think he came top yeah, 20 every time. And there was always a magical round in there too. And he's got a little bit of um, peak fee now. Like he'll drop that 40 footer for Eagle and then he'll just come right back on the next and miss like a, five. a three footer. Like he's got some peak Finau in him, which is kind of frustrating, but he's such a baby. I got nothing negative to say. And, and he's going to have those Texas tournaments. He puts really well on bent. That's like his preferred putting services. And he, he crushes the ball off the tee. Like if you're just going to take tee to green guys and like Hovland's one of them, he's great off the tee. Scheffler's by far the next best of all the graduates. I'll tell you who's not David Hearn. He won that. Uh, I don't know. There's some, you know, they just manufacture things now like Wyndham rewards. He won this thing that they did in the swing season for the most birdies uh, in the whole swing season. They got to make, he, like I a, think he also played every event, which is key to this. Like you can, you don't even like Coke rack last year. Kokrak got to the tour championship and he had like two, a second place finish and a fourth place finish, but he just kept piling up. He played so many events. He just kept piling it up. You heard me snicker, Ben, uh, when you were going, uh, do you know why I was snickering? Cause you just realized that cam Davis was actually in this draft. Uh, no, uh, cause the random number generator made its pick. Oh boy! And, and Jeff and I were talking before the show whether this guy would be picked or not, but we don't have to worry about that because lucky number 44 has popped up on the random number generator. Rick, do you want to tell me who that is? <laughs> I'm almost positive it's Jordan Spieth. It is Jordan Spieth. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wasn't going to take him. I was considering him for late, especially now that we've expanded it to the 10 pick format for the 10 rounds. Only because I just think he's going to, he's in all the WGCs, he's in all the majors, and I think he's going to play rinky dick tournaments to like get his game back. He's got to be like Stella. Show up everywhere now. This could be the year he gets his groove back. Like he did the swing change and he sucked. But we've seen this happen to guys before. They go through a swing change and they're not very good. Like he still has magic beans left. They're not all good. He didn't eat them all. He might have sold them all at, at, uh, at the open. Would he beat Kucher? Yeah. Might have had to give the whole sack. It was he's, a lot. He still lot makes all the birdies. Like, again, he still makes so many birdies. It's like what we saw from Phil for those years where his winning went away. But the birdies were always there. They were just those insane numbers. But when the tournaments ended, when Spieth played four rounds, total birdies, he was near the leaders. And if, and if that's the case, and I'll throw this to you, Jeff, uh, on this one. I don't know if you're, you can tell me if you're going to take Spieth or not. That, like, he could win somewhere like Mexico. Because they, almost like the tournaments that Phil wins and like has one like Pebble um, and WGC Mexico, because he's making so many of those birdies, if he can just figure out how to not hit the ball out of bounds off yeah. the tee, I think all of a sudden he's like in play again. Oh, yeah, me, Jeff. No, I, I agree. I mean, uh, I, I had Spieth definitely circled as like a potential like round seven, round eight pick. I mean, he's it, kind of like worse web at this point, right? He's still going to be live and like, six seven courses i mean the the hilton head and colonial these are courses where he doesn't even need to play that well he just needs to putt well to, to get like a top five so 
I don't know, man. Maybe Brandon Todd's going to win the Sony and then Jordan <laughs> Spieth will win the career builder or whatever it's called now and the computer will win. But uh, I think he's definitely live to be picked. I mean, I would have been shocked if he wasn't picked, to be honest. And I do agree. He's got to pepper the starts. Yeah, yeah. And he's, that's yeah. the other thing. Like, he should be – you should get, like, 25 starts out of Jordan Spieth this year because, I mean, what else is he going to do? He's almost out of the top 50 in yeah. the world rankings. Like, it's – yeah, he got he got a couple freebie points when he when Tiger gave him a a free roll at the Hero, but yeah, he's gonna be bordering on fifty in the world maybe if he doesn't figure it out soon because every good result he's had um, slowly disappears from how the world rankings are tabulated. Yeah, so Rick was Spieth on your radar at all? Uh, he he would have came up late here. I'm I'm mostly out. I've I've sold all my Jordan Spieth stock. Uh, I I think that I, I do think that he plays a lot because he needs to get rid of that. Hasn't won in two years. Hasn't won in two and a half years. Like the longer we go, where we keep saying that if he wins any tournament, I think he might be able to get the mind right a little bit. But he was never seriously on my radar. So, Does anyone think he's on the Ryder Cup team? I, I I'm gonna say yes. I think, Does it only take one win to get him on the team? No, but I think that he's going to – and we'll probably know pretty early in the season whether he's kind of fixed what's wrong with him or not. But I think if he comes out and, like, has a good first three months, then he'll probably end up winning. And he'll, like, he was competitive at majors last year, and he sucked. Yeah. So if he has, like, a modicum of momentum, he had, he's going to be fine. six, like, tournaments where after Friday you were like, oh, my God, this could happen. Yeah, and then he just went away. Yeah. So just develop some consistency, and all of a sudden, like, you don't go from being the top guy in the world who's won three majors to being, like, the absolute shittiest player on tour. Like, that would blow my mind. I feel like if he can get back to 80% of what he was doing, tee to green, even the beginning of, like, two years ago, Rick. Remember... From, like, Tournament of Champions, like, almost to the Masters when he almost won, when Patrick Reed won, that, like, he was crushing it tee to green, but he couldn't putt? Yeah, it was it was super weird. If you just go historically and look through his strokes gained, it looks like two completely different players. Um, I, I do think that, and we talk about Spieth a lot of times in, in DFS, where I, I love that he grinds every hole, right? He can be out of it, and he's still trying to, he's still trying to get his way around. Like, I'm, I'm assuming he has just grinded hard on this game trying to figure out what's going on. So if he's one of these guys that I that I think I think he is one of these guys that can kind of make a comeback because he's he works hard now. He's got to get out of Hunter Mayhan's house. That's a bugaboo, <laughs> that place. Bad juju. You think, you think it's haunted? It could be. It's, <laughs> it's like the old school Nintendo glove, like the power pad that sucks the soul out of you. It sucks the talent out like Shang Tsung from Mortal Kombat. Be bad news. Rick, you're up on the clock. All right, um, I'm stuck between two guys. I've got a real uh, wide range of outcomes type of guy that if I didn't have Tiger, I'd take him right now, but I'm going to continue to play it safe. Uh, I think Jeff was you know, nailing the, nailing the hammer for me there, so uh, I'll take Gary Woodland here. Woodland. I think that's your first misstep. I think he peaked. He has one, he has one more money every year since 2017. Yeah, but he just won the U.S. Open, Rick. Yeah, but now, but now he's now he's playing free and easy. He's friends with Tiger. Did you see yeah. how buddy buddy they were in that like Presidents Cup thing? They're buds, man. He's gonna. It's all gonna rub off on him. That means he's gonna start doing like hooker and blow. It worked for Tiger for a long time. I suppose that's true. I hadn't considered it, that. It, it's a fine line when a player like that now hits a level of he's on a USA like he's an like a USA All Star because that's what making these teams essentially. He gets a cool track jacket out of it. You get a sweet little but, wardrobe. But you get he, a sweet little tour bag. But does bag. he show up to the events that he used to show up to? Yeah, I don't know if he's not going to show down show up to the weaker field fun club down events that we always love like to, Sony, to play him Dallas at. Bar, then, where he's one at. Uh, that's a fair question, but he's in everything huge now too. So that leads me to my pick. And I was going to wait on this, but I feel like someone out there is doing it. Probably the guy who's picking next. What if I take Louis Ustase and Jeff? Oh, fuck. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm not, I'm not going to take that loser. Are you kidding me? I want a guy who can actually win in America. Uh, and I think that happens this year for a guy who was the rookie of the year last year. And he might play every tournament now that he is eligible. I'm taking Sungjae. Love it. No one is going to play yeah. more on tour this year than Sung Jae When I was doing research, I, like I said, I've never done a golf draft before. I was trying to figure out how do you weight a guy, you take his skill, and then how do you weight the fact that he's literally going to put the tee in the ground every single week? Sung Jae could have gone both. earlier. Yeah. yeah. And you get him, he's going to face, out of anyone who has been picked so far, except for like Cameron Davis, he is going to be. I mean, 
Rory, JT, Tiger, Rom, DJ, Brooks, and if someone else rises, whether it be Cantlay or someone like that, they'll be favored probably in three tournaments this year. Out of all the guys that are picked so far, I could see Sungjae being favored in the most tournaments all year because he'll play Heritage and he'll be the best guy there kind of thing. And this is a thing, Pat, where if we're doing this in a year from now, he could be in the second round. Well, he's in the fourth this year. Do you think he continues to play this sort He's 21. Like, yeah. He's, he's a- not slowing down anytime soon, I don't think. He just want, he wants to grind that money, man. Make that money. I'd be confident for at least the season ahead, he's going to play as much as he played previously. In the interviews I've seen with him, he has no interest in stopping. All right. Jeff Ulrich, you're on the clock for two. I, I'm going to guess who one of your fixes. is. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna take Louie. Um, I I don't think it's a bad pick either. When you add in the fact that he's playing in America now, he's kind of U.S. based. I, he's a guy who just top tens like every single major. It seems like too. So you're basically guaranteed money there. He's in all the WGCs. At some point, he's gonna get a U.S. win. He came actually pretty close last year. So I, I actually don't think at this point it's it's a bad pick. Um, if if, uh, if a couple guys had fallen, I probably would have pushed pushed them over to my to let someone else take him. But I am actually gonna take him here. Because looking at the guys that's left, uh, I, I like him a little bit more. Next one is, is a little more difficult. I'm going to stick with upside here. I'm going to go kind of against your Sung JM strategy, which is the volume. I'm going to go Tommy Fleetwood. Um, again, I guess I'm just targeting guys who are just live at all the majors. But Fleetwood, U.S. Open, PGA, I mean, he, he's going to compete, right? Um, I might only get 18, 19, hopefully 20 starts. But uh, he's in the WGCs too. And he's very capable of, of reeling off like a couple big wins. So I'll go uh, Louie and Fleetwood here. Louie and Fleetwood to Jeff Ulrich. That's back to me, and I didn't even really think about who I would pick next. So there's a guy sitting out. There's only one player in the top 10 in the world left on the board. I don't really want him. Do you want him, Jeff? He's your most hated guy in the world. Oh, wow. That guy's still sitting there. He's still sitting there. I, I, I might have completely forgotten about him when I made my last round. Like I have to so, take him, don't I? Yeah. Yeah, I'll take Justin Rose. Yeah. Uh, I, I was t- I was going to take him with my last pick, and I didn't know if he'd get back to me or not. I completely, I'll admit, I completely just slept on that. Uh, listen, Rose, uh, he does not qualify. He will, I mean, I for one reason or another, I thought it was 40 years old and above, despite the fact that I made the rules for this and then forgot what the rules were, but he turns 40 this season. Feels like this is the last big run he has in him, and Guy only has one major. Like, he can really separate himself in, like, the class of, like, all-time golfers. He's been so successful internationally. The one problem with him is he's going to play in, like, maybe he won't, but, like, how many European events, Rick, do you think that he ends up playing in? I think he plays quite a few. Yeah, I mean, I, I think he kind of plays one of those similar to Tiger schedules over here where you're you're going to have to do your damage in 18 starts or 19 starts over here. It'll be all the big ones, but I think he's going to play a ton on the Euro Tour. Fortunately, he does always like show up to somewhere like Colonial or like the American Express and like one of these jabroni tournaments and then goes and wins it. So maybe you can get some cheap points that way. And he does seem to play in Zurich. So maybe like him and Day can be partners again and actually make the cut for once. That would be nice. Anyway, that's uh, my last pick of part one of this show. Uh, that goes to you, Rick. You're up next. All right. Uh, I definitely would have taken Justin Rose next. Um, I'm going to stick with some black and red and hopefully open up my, my range of outcomes. And I'll go with Patrick Reed, who has cash for at least $3 bucks in each of the last three years. Um, when he gets hot, there's, there's few guys on, on tour that get as hot as he do. So I'm hoping to catch one of those hot streaks this year. I considered Reed with my pick, but I think if it's funny because he's won the masters, but I do think that if one of them was more likely to win a major this year, I mean, Fleetwood would probably be my pick, but he was gone. I would take Rose over Reed. I think I would have taken Rose over Reed too. (laughs) Okay. Um, The computer tried to select Paul Casey with its pick, but Paul Casey is already gone. That would have been a nice little sleeper pick, but the computer has ended up Ben Raza with, Number 13. Can you please tell me who that is? Oh, good. Get him out of here. Molinari. It's not a bad... The computer team's getting better as it goes along. <laughs> yeah, it's recovered from Cam Davis. That's for sure. Uh, ah. w- was Molinari on your radar for your pick? Not even close. The Rose and Reed were two of... Um, I, I wanted both of them, or if I could have got one of them, would have been great. Wasn't going to take Molinari, though, no. Then who are you taking with your pick to add to... 
Rom, Cantley, Bryson, and Scheffler. Hmm. I oh boy, I wanted to open it up, but I think I'm going to go somewhat conservative. I'm just going to take Adam Scott, who is you know he's been up and down, but he's found some things. We'll see with the putter, but this is still a guy I think can compete at the highest levels, whether it's WGCs or majors. Um, to me, he's just kind of the best available player. Okay. Jeff, were you thinking about Molinari or Scott with your next pick? Scott more than Molinari. Do we feel like there's a Molinari? Yeah, yes. Something he, happened he, since he won. The, since that Masters, something happened where just Tiger swagged him to death, stared him down, and he just died. Um, I don't know. But he had that amazing run of golf. And to think maybe what could have happened had he won the Masters. But this is just me in the little window we get to see into their lives. I draw the conclusion that this is a man that is just enjoying the life that being an open championship and now sort of hitting a different stratosphere in the golf world uh, has sort of brought him. And by all accounts, he doesn't deny that. Um, He's spending time with his young family and he's enjoying everything that winning those tournaments has brought him in life away from the golf course. And like last year, he played tournament of champions after not like, playing in the, the Ryder Cup. He said he hadn't he picked up the a, cup, cup. A, a club since the, the, the Ryder Cup. And then I don't think he played again to like Farmers or something like that. Like they took another, or WGC or something. He like took another six weeks off after that. Peaked at the Masters and that was the end of him. But he just kind of reverted back into the Molinari we always knew. Stopped hitting 25 footers? Yeah. I mean, what he did win Bay Hill. Amazing. He won Bay what Hill, win. Oh, where he was making like win. 50 what footers left and right. He stormed back and the hell was winning that tournament? Fitz. It was Fitz and Rafa because we had money on Rafa. Yeah, and Fleetwood gagged it hard on the Saturday in typical Tommy fashion. I, well, I mean, that's Jeff Ulrich's problem now. So your final pick of part one of this show, who are you taking? Morikawa. Colin Morikawa. I wanted to go in a different route there potentially and take advantage of a strategy but um i'm gonna drop morikawa here i think he's gonna tee it up non-stop non-stop i think he's gonna be everywhere and he's gonna flirt with leads and i think i'll make good on this draft you re- you realize that he's he not in stuff he's not no but no but he's not a corn fairy grad yeah, yeah oh I, that wasn't as a rookie i'm picking him as a touring member i believe he is in stuff he won a tournament then great I didn't know you were coming at me with a negative. No, I, I, th- I thought you were it. trying to make him. No, uh, I'm guy, well aware. No, I know guy. we clarified him and some of the other guys that weren't rookies. I'm not taking him as my rookie. I'm taking him as a cornerstone player. That will do it for part one of the 2020 PGA Tour season player draft. If you want to get into a draw for 20 DK dollars, remember, smash the like button for the video. Leave your DraftKings handle in the comment section. Tell me who you would pick. First overall in this draft. In this draft, as we saw, Rory McIlroy went first overall. Maybe you'd take Brooks Kepka. Maybe you'd take Dustin Johnson. Maybe you would take Zing Zhu Zhang. I have no idea. But if you do that, along with the DraftKings handle, you're in a draw for 20 DK bucks. For Even if you're a video listener, what you'd have to do is subscribe to the audio podcast for the Pat Mayo Experience. Get yourself in a draw for 100 DK dollars by doing that, leaving a five-star review, DraftKings handle, and something you like about the show. Part two, the conclusion of the draft and the draft recap, round six through ten, is going to be coming up quicker than you think. So be on the lookout on the podcast feed and the DraftKings video feed. Until then, I'll see you next time. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.